0: Episode 160
1: of Flight, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I'm better than most, not as good as some. How are you, Mike? Uh, yeah, Falling in uh, reverse still? Mean, <laughs> a little better than uh, voices in my head by falling in reverse,
0: but as well as to be as expected as the real fe- the real NFL season came to an end, and... My fantasy season, unfortunately, came to an end. And just to give the listeners an idea of when we're recording, there's 32 seconds left, possibly in the Lions' season. And Jalen Ramsey, who has done his damnedest to get the Lions a chance tonight, may have just taken the Lions' chance away with an unnecessary personal foul penalty, hitting Geno Smith out of bounds. So the Seahawks are damn near in field goal range with 32 seconds. Ramsey's pleading pleading his case. Yeah. But he's
1: clearly out of bounds when he gets hit. So, but but Ramsey's oh no, he is out of bounds. You yeah, know what? I oh take yeah. That back.
0: Ram, but I don't know if you can hit a player out of bounds because actually Ramsey is out of bounds, but Geno Smith isn't, and DK Metcalf. Oh, well, maybe the penalty's on Metcalf because Ramsey's owned Metcalf's ass today. <laughs> <It's like laughs> a flop by uh, all right. Anyway, that's awesome. But yeah, so my fantasy because look at Smith is like oh no, he's out of bounds. Yep, yeah, that's yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Um. Anyway, wow, that was a different start to the pod, and if, in case any of the listeners didn't notice, yeah, you know, Black Angus, hey, it's 2023, Black Angus did us proud, Dave. Did. For 159 episodes. Absolutely. New intro music. Yeah. Courtesy of Tweak's Corner. Odyssey is the one we decided, right? Correct. Eric, yeah, it was Odyssey. I yep. know it was. Eric from Tweak's Corner sent us five songs for intro music, and that's what Dave and I picked. Little little th- roll of thunder in the the start, it followed by the uh, guitar. Eric's the bass of Tweak's Corner. Yep. So yeah, hey, thanks, 100- Eric. 100- thanks, 100- guys. 159 episodes. You know, you got to shake things up. You know. Yeah. So keep it fresh. So Odyssey will be the th- intro outro music to Flight Football and anything else for 159 episodes. So. Send in your uh,
1: Rock on. suggestions
0: for episode 300 or whatever it is. 159, 159,
1: yeah. two. Yeah, well, yeah. 318.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, like I said, my fantasy season after the league that I run dominated basically for 13, 14 weeks. I was first or second, won the weekly prize money three times, and I had I had great players, and then the last four the last four weeks the, just didn't get the production out of the players that I needed. So I will not be making my fantasy football playoffs. Everybody's thinking, "What a second, the season's over today. What do you mean? play? Eh, our league's a little different. We've been running it for 30 years. And 30 years ago was just another excuse to get together and drink when right. we were a lot younger. <laughs> the redraft. But anyway. What do without, we got on yeah, tap Without here. further ado, let's get this started with our first selection. It's called Get It. A dry hopped blonde. Who doesn't like a dry hopped blonde? I almost say a dry. I almost said a dry humped blonde, but um, that would be something that would be a totally different podcast uh, from Collective Arts. And again, it's a collaboration with Run the Jewels. This is the beer that my brother-in-law Ronnie got me for Christmas, and it really stood out because when I was walking Ruby today, I was listening to the Rosenthal, the JRVP project, and. They're really starting to annoy me, so I'm not even going to...
1: Not even going to do the ginger vice
0: president. Yep, not even going to do okay. that today. But oddly enough, Anthony Jesselnik is also a fan of Run the Jewels. Oh. It's a two-man hip-hop group, and they're in a collaboration. Uh, Get It is 5% zero IBUs. The glass we are using is a football-shaped pint glass, courtesy of... What is that? What would we be to one another? It would be my son's mother-in-law, possibly. You know, if if they were to get married. Correct. And there's talks of that. There's no date set or anything, so I, I sure. don't want to put. But Tammy got me a set of these glasses for Christmas, and Jason he Myers missed it. Doinked it off the right upright. The Lions' season is still alive as the Rams Seahawks go to overtime.
1: Yeah, but the Rams are going to shoot themselves in the foot like they have all year, so. I'm not counting on it. But
0: anyway, as as we start our- Yes, thank at, you, Tammy. Yes, Tammy. They're actually cool-looking pint glasses, shape of a football. And, and Ronnie. And Ronnie for the beer. Yes. Yeah, so, But yeah, so as we cheers the first tasting of episode 160, the Lions cheers. still have a shot at the playoffs. Boink. That smells like an IPA. It sure does. Got, it, It's not listed as an IPA, but there's Citra and Enigma hops in it. So it's got to be along the IPA line, but it's, it's billed as a dry hopped blonde. So, but with those hops, doesn't that make it an IPA?
1: Uh, Citra and Enigma? Well, here's, here's one of my things. We've had some IPAs, at at least labeled on the can Mm -hmm. IPA, but what was one of the original pieces of the definition of an IPA? Got to be above six percent, right? Maybe they're actually following that. Could be, you know, the the law of the land and saying, well, we couldn't get it to six percent or didn't want it at six percent, so we can't call it an IPA. Well, let's call it a blonde.
0: That sounds as good enough, you know,
1: because we've you, had some four point sixers, I think, that said they were IPAs and they were
0: eh. But there's definitely IPA flavor to it.
1: Agreed, and that's where you're getting the citra. And I don't remember. I don't remember Enigma in too many of them. That's not a hop that's like perfect. A hop holding into my glasses head. Too. Oh, oh yeah, could, I
0: mean you could actually even hold the strings of it as you as you drink. Yeah. So thanks, Tammy. Thank you. And also for Christmas, she got us the uh, beer tasting notes where we'll you know awesome. our notes and scores down yeah. as we rate our beers as we typically do. What have you been watching, Dave?
1: Uh, not a whole lot sports predominantly, but, uh, two movies, uh, Friday. I just wanted a, to turn my brain off. I just wanted some kind of a action adventure or something, something, something. And I said, okay, the first thing I see that kind of like, you know, uh, blows my skirt up, I'll click on it and watch it. And so the first thing I saw was Wolverine, the Wolverine. So that's his, the kind of his backstory, his story about, well, not cradle to grave. Actually, that's another one. Now that I'm thinking about it, this one was about. Uh, I guess uh, he was in either Nagasaki or I guess it was Nagasaki. I I didn't do my research. Apparently, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Nagasaki where a couple of the bombs were dropped. Right.
0: Or Hiroshima.
1: Hiroshima or Nagasaki. I sure. think it, it it wasn't Hiroshima. It was Nagasaki in the movie. He saved you know a Japanese soldier. So, um, you know, Japanese soldier comes back, blah, blah, blah. In case somebody happened to not watch it or something, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but, um, it, it was a That's Marvel a guy or, or with not the,
0: the thin beard. Like
1: he's from... got the big ass claws that come out of his okay, fist. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Wolverine anyway. Right. So, you know, he's one of the X-Men. Okay. That's that That's... franchise coming out of, and that is Marvel by the way. I don't they're they're gonna try to you know they're doing a crossover your your man crush Ryan Reynolds in in um the Wolverine which I'm again I know I know I yeah yeah. yeah, of course I'm like I should know his name I should absolutely know his name I'm just drawing a blank because I have to have it right now they're doing a they're doing a a collaboration supposedly they're doing a movie here pretty soon
0: well I'm in if Ryan Reynolds is in, I'm I might actually change my phone service to whatever his company he owns.
1: Yeah. I don't know what just it is. Just to see either. if I can get him
0: on the pot or something. Sure. Uh he owns Mint. Mint there mint mobile.
1: Is it Mint yeah. Mobile? Okay. There you go. Um so yeah,
0: you know, I may I may switch over just purely for Ryan. I don't even care if I can make any calls, get any texts or anything. I'm just like yeah. it'll be like I'm partners with Ryan Reynolds.
1: <laughs> All right. The other one that you would never ever watch. But uh, I thought it was interesting. It's called "She Said." It's the Harvey Weinstein okay. story.
0: Okay, I've, I've seen that on the yeah. I didn't watch it, but
1: yeah. So that one, it it was really slow, really slow. As a matter of fact, Shelly was kind of like, "Hey, I'm sorry, you know, this isn't really." But it it picks up when you know a lot of the stuff that Harvey did really comes to light. Um, and Ashley Judd is actually in the movie, so I okay. think she was one of the. One of the stars that came out and said some of the things that Harvey had done, et cetera, et cetera. So he's still, he's, I don't know what year he is in his 23 year sentence, but he was not a, not a good guy.
0: No, he wasn't. Yeah. And he would have to force people in blackmail him to have sex because he's an ugly motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I mean,
0: you know, you know, like a Ryan Reynolds type, probably doesn't even have to, wouldn't even have to threaten that or, Hey, you'll get the part. I mean, he's probably got people like just yeah all over. Right. Anyway, that's another topic, but all right. Speaking of movies, when did this happen? I was going through the channels, getting ready to watch something, and I was on TBS, and I'm like, Man, that's the lady from Terminator. But you could tell she's quite a bit older. I mean, Terminator's right. an old movie. Yeah. And then I'm like, is that that's Arnold? i'm like All right, i gotta hit info what is this this is weird and i hit info and it's terminator dark fate yeah when the fuck did that ever come what two it was 2019 but i mean was it was, it like i was gonna say two to years, years ago but it was was it straight to tv No, i mean it did I'd it's in the theaters
1: it. and it didn't do real it didn't, it didn't do been. as well obviously as some of the earlier ones but yeah so
0: um but yeah so i thought i i mean i i didn't watch it but I just, I had never heard of it because actually the first Terminator was good. Yeah. You know, the I'll be back. And then the second one, it was like, okay, this is
1: silly. This is, I mean, this is good, but it's the same. You have to be really into that whole series to, I don't know, is the same thing. You know what I mean? And then a couple
0: of series that we're watching as the Rams force a three and out in overtime here, Apple TV, have told everybody the morning show. Season three is supposed to be coming out this this year. Not really sure where they're going to go with it based on how it ended and whatever. But earlier episodes, remember, I've told the listeners, my greatest fear is death. And, you know, why, blah, blah, blah. We talk about it. Even if you if you have Apple TV and have no interest in watching the morning show, go to the last episode of season two. Go to about the 35-minute mark. They're, they're our episodes. And then watch till Alex Levy, who is the character, the the lead person on the, the morning show, played by Jennifer Aniston. hmm And she's streaming. I won't get into all the particulars, but... And she asked the reporter, are you afraid of dying? And he's like, huh? What? No, are you... Re-? And then she goes on a, a spiel that, because she's... Her, Alex Levy, the character, she's yeah. afraid of dying and gives particulars in a much more articulate way than I probably did 60 episodes ago, three sheets to the wind, on why death is her greatest fear. So if, if, if even if you have no intention of watching if you have Apple TV, lots, the final episode, season two, it started at the 35-minute mark. You might have to watch 15, 20 minutes of it, but... Because I don't remember exactly where it was, but it's around that area. And that's actually why I um um yeah feel that yeah. death is my greatest fear.
1: Okay.
0: Second one that Liz and I are watching, we have two episodes to go. Um Chuck, Brian, and Eric, loyal listeners that do like the what we've watched segments and will take us up on some of our you know, they don't necessarily agree with everything we've watched. Right but netflix it's called kaleidoscope
1: oh i just saw that and it's it's i i saw the ad for it and i was when i was searching for stuff to watch yeah. i didn't know what it was and
0: and here here's the, the funny the cool thing about this show i think his name gus freend yep from uh breaking bad breaking bad and Yep, better call Saul. anything he's that, in yeah that's not his real name that's the character's name he played
1: in oh well in i don't i, I thought bad. his name was something Gus I don't know
0: what his real name is, but the guy who played the, the owner of the chicken franchise yeah, 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 yeah. is in this. And Liz and I just watched it, how Netflix gave it to us. And everybody's listening is scratching their head like, well, why wouldn't you watch it that way, dummy? But apparently they released this and they're not, the episodes are by color. And the overall, and this is no spoiler, so you guys don't have it, because Liz and I have to watch two more episodes, but there's no spoiler here but this is what netflix and it makes it kind of interesting and liz Liz and i just watched it the way it came to netflix right but i actually would have liked to watch it this way because the overall story spans over two decades so if you were to get exact dates of each episode you were to go you would go violet the the violet video which is 24 years before green seven years before yellow six weeks before orange three weeks before blue five days before white is the present. Uh, red is the day after and pink is six months after that's not the way they're shown. And
1: okay. They said it's not in order.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, so, and then there's like orange, if you want to watch it as like the orange and the the new black, you watch it green, violet, red, orange, yellow, blue, white, pink. If you want it to watch it as like a, uh, classic detective story you watch it orange green violet red yellow blue white pink and then um uh what's i can't read the yeah. as a uh come on mike oh if you want to watch it like as a tarantino film you'd watch it blue green yellow orange violet pink white red so it's and really you can get all
1: these online i'm sure like the order yeah
0: look I, I got that's why i was trying to get my my phone to expand.
1: Yeah. I know most of our listeners take notes during the pod, yeah, but sure? I just know that, yeah. you know, if, if you don't, if you, if you didn't take notes or don't have the chance right now, you know, you're in your, you're driving right. or whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah that but, you could get this online.
0: And it's a very good series. Watch it the way Netflix just threw it up on the board for Liz and I, cause we just watched it. Yeah. You really, but a lot of stuff, Liz and I watch, we're in the room together, you know, kind of like putzing around on the phone and like... Is that paying, what
1: you guys call it? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Paying attention.
1: Oh, that was too late. Sorry. <laughs>
0: paying attention, <laughs> but putzing around on the phone, this, that, and the other thing. This one, if you're going to watch it the way Netflix has it, you really got to pay attention because it's like, okay, well, oh, yeah, 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 back and forth, back and forth, you know. So, but it's very good. Highly recommend it. Good. Is that all right. It? Is that yeah, it besides that's support?
1: It, okay. That's all, that's all I've watched, so. All right. Um, so yeah, I just want to say that, you know, now that we're looking at our new soundboard, I still, I've got a little soundboard envy as far as spilling the nachos is concerned. They got a lot more buttons than we do, Mike. Okay. And so, you know, Nate and Tommy kudos. It's, it's, I it's actually, I was trying to be funny and it's a compliment. Because, you know, I mean, li- listening to their stuff, they've they've obviously got a lot more. They've, 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 they're have they've ahead of the game as far as oh. getting stuff on their board and having some more uh, sound effects and stuff like that. We just got to get used to using this one.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a you and Tommy thing. So, I mean, I, I'm just, uh, I'm along for the ride. I don't, I don't want to push the wrong button. <laughs> I almost had to cough earlier, and I'm sure there's a cough button, but I didn't want to fuck the whole process up, so I, I didn't even bother
1: with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry I didn't mean to steal yeah. your, but I just wanted to. I was I was looking at the blinking and lights speak, here. And, Spilling
0: the nachos just came out. I think it's episode eighty three. It's called Vacations That Are Never Long Enough, agreed. which is obviously the case. Yeah. Um,
1: my eighth um of the day.
0: Remember early on we used to count our ums.
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't know where those notes went. Now, if you had uh, speaking of what you
0: watch, I was thinking of this. I don't know why I thought of this on the walk with Ruby today. You're on a desert island, you're in, or, or you're in solitary confinement. Okay. And you have to watch something on repeat. Would you go Kids in the Hall, The Benny Hill Show, Saturday Night Live, with an asterisk, by the way? Okay. And then uh, In Living Color. Which one of those would you choose? And the, the asterisk by Saturday Night Live is you got to pick an era. Because obviously, Saturday Night Live. Sure. Know, if you're in oh, solitary, you would pick yeah. Saturday Night Live because it's actually still going on, so you have a long, 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 long library.
1: Yeah, that's tough because I was I had it picked. As soon as you gave the fourth one, I'm like, in living color, no questions asked. But then when you talked about Saturday Night Live and picking the era, if you went back to Chevy Chase, Belushi, Ackroyd, wow. wow, some of that stuff is, is oh, great. All
0: right. So See, I'm personally taking kids in the hall
1: they were great too
0: but let's say all right let's change the question yeah if you what era of saturday night live let, let's say the other three aren't even a choice saturday night live but you got to pick an era
1: oh uh, do, do 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 the top three would be of course the belushi that, so that's so that's the original cast. Yeah so original cast
0: was on season one and then yep. La- Yeah, the
1: original cast. And then probably one of your next options would be the Eddie Murphy era. And then you got to go with the Sandler. You know what I mean? In there.
0: And I like the first, but I honestly, I think I was too young. And the Lions are out of the playoffs as Jason Myers hits a 32-yard field goal with 434 to go in overtime. And Seattle wins 19-16. So the Lions play spoiler tonight. And put Seattle in, or Lions lay down and die. Cost me twenty five dollars to the big dog and finish eight nine, and the Packers are in. But hey, sports is our second segment. Sorry about that. I'll make a case. You know, the Samurai. The, you know, Belushi is the Samurai guy. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Jane, you ignorant slut. That's vintage stuff. Yeah. I was a little bit young, you know, when that was out. And I've seen it on repeats, obviously. Cause that and that's was, where what, I sem- saw it, mostly. That was, mostly. what, I don't 75 remember. or so? And some of the humor I don't think stands up. I'll can i I'll make an argument that my favorite is what you I, I If I'm in a solitary confinement and only can pick one era, I'm taking the Eddie Murphy era. Yeah. Eddie Murphy had so many yeah. good characters. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. <laughs> yeah,
1: Gumby. Gumby.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> But, like, say, that's what I want to do, damn it. I actually forgot all about Adam Sandler. So, that I would have to think about that. And then, currently, I can't name anybody by name. Yeah. Although. And I don't know how they get away with it. Maybe because one's white, one's African-American. But the two news guys that... <laughs> oh, yeah. Where the, the white guy has those to... Those guys <laughs> are
1: fantastic. Where he has to get... They're them, like, brilliant. The
0: white guy... You, know, yeah. you know, like if you and I did it, people would like, oh, Jesus, you can't say that. But these guys are on fucking, fucking yeah. NBC television. And the white guy cannot even keep a straight face when he's doing it. It's like... Yeah. you know. <laughs> but yeah. those two guys are funny. I don't even know their names. I can't yeah. name anybody on today's saturday night live
1: no i can't i can't either i almost want to say the white guy's first name is colin uh the black guy's first name is short it's either his first name is super super short or his. i don't that's so descriptive <sighs> dave thanks for letting me know that um but yeah there, there's there was that hit and miss and i don't even know what the years were where it was just saturday night live was horrible and they probably lost oh yes at least absolutely. half of their hardcore right. viewers.
0: So the one of the other choices I gave on the original question was Benny Hill. Now I don't I'd oh. actually like to get like watch it on Netflix or if if I if my D V D player still works. Right. See if anybody has it on D V D and rewatch it and see if it was funny. Because I always remember liking Benny Hill simply because it was always on like Friday, Saturday night, and as a thirteen year old Cause every once in a while you'd see nipple on the Benny oh Hill show. yeah for sure or, or, you know, or you'd more be like, you'd be like oh man look at this. you see that nipple you know and then back in <laughs> yeah, those days you, more. You, you couldn't pause it and rewind it or nothing so it was like you know so I don't know if Benny Hill was actually funny or if that was just thirteen year old Mike hoping to see a nipple uh, a little yeah. bit of both a little bit of
1: both I think
0: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the other <laughs> thing oh, yeah. about Benny Hill when they started chasing one another
1: oh those Brits. Funny, funny people. Um, yeah. Too many. Now, yeah, go go. Um,
0: would you? Okay, the four that I mentioned. Would you? If I would you change your answer if I threw in Monty Python?
1: Oh, the Flying Circus. That that was their show, right? The, so, uh, Flying but, Circus was great. Uh, I but see,
0: I don't. I wouldn't not. I don't know if I would knock any of the four out from Monty Python, because there's know. there's a few things in Monty Python that right. are hilarious. But some of them are There are a lot so of It's just like, that's like... just dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. Say no more. Say no more. Nudge, right. nudge. Say no more. I think it's time to rate. Get think, it, don't you, Dave? I think it is, for sure.
0: All right. Very refreshing. 5%. Nice start to episode 160. You definitely taste a little, like, blonde in it, though. But there's enough... IPA, hopness, hopness, or you know, and they're like they're mimicking it, if you will. If right. it's not an IPA, and while you're editing the first segment, I'm going to go on on and tapped and see if this is actually classified as an IPA. We'll let the listeners know a segment two, but very refreshing. I don't think I can go as high and say a four, but I'm going to start the pot off with a nice
1: solid three
0: sixty seven.
1: Wow. Okay, I put it at a three point four zero for the refreshingness of it um if you want a little more kick to your uh lawn mowing beer than just a standard lager or pilsner or something like that then you know this this is this is your beer
0: all right well our folks our fine friends at on tap liked it a little better than us One point three thousand of them and those 1.3 thousand average out to 3.77. So we were in the neighborhood, but we didn't like it quite as much as those folks. All right, Dave. Well, let's pick it up a notch. That first segment I think was kind of like a monkey fucking a football, don't you? <laughs> sure. So, you know, so to get up, get the tempo up a little bit, we're going to go back to a, a beer. I don't think we've had anything from these guys in quite a while, but our fine friends at Ouzel Finch. We have Candy Crushy. Nice. A 6.4% 0 IBU blended smoothie. It's got raspberry and typical finish fashion, a lot of other shit. Now, it doesn't say it's a sour, so I don't know if we're going to get the old, you know, you know, bitter beer face from the sour, but this is a blended Okay, it's a sour ale. I stand correct with Blueberry, why am I why don't I just read I, my own can?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh sour
0: ale with blueberry, raspberry, floss sugar, and artificial flavor and FDNC blue number one and vanilla. I'm glad it's blue number one instead of blue number two. Hey. That blue number two ain't worth a shit.
1: Exactly. Now but these are these are little oozel finch yeah, pez dispensers on they the write. can, yeah. Yes, they are. So Oozle- it's gotta be sweet. Oozel finch. Nothing
0: really on the note. I'm going out of the... Uh, ooh, it's a green fucking pour. Look at we, that. Have we ever had a green beer? I don't think so.
1: Even our Which Saint, is kind of sad, because uh, St. Patrick, Patrick's yeah. Day, yeah. I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm going out of the, the Christmas gift from At The Fishman 8. There you go. Flights, football, or anything else. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Kind of a standard sour, oozel, notes. What, did
0: I say raspberry or blueberry?
1: I thought you said blueberry. Blue raspberry. Okay. A little sour, not bad. A little
0: sour, but a pleasant sour, really. As always, our listeners are on top of things, Dave. Just before we hit recording, got a link from Brian Adams. Yeah. Uh, this is from... Friday, so a couple days ago, but he sent me the link from the L.A. Times. Breaking news. Former porn star Ron Jeremy to be declared incompetent to stand trial for rape. Former adult film star Ron Jeremy is suffering from severe dementia and will be declared incompetent to stand trial on multiple charges of rape later this month, according to an L.A. County prosecutor in an email obtained by the Times. Jeremy, whose legal name is Ronald Hyatt, was first charged in June 2020 with raping four women he had met in West Hollywood bars and clubs. The case quickly ballooned as dozens of women came forward claiming the one-time porn king had been abusing women for decades at parties and adult film conventions or on movie sets. You know what the most ironic part of this is? What's that? Ron Jeremy is 69. So uh, he was later indicted on more than 30 counts of sexual assault stemming from allegations made by 20 women with some some of his alleged crimes dating back to the 90s. But weeks before Jeremy's trial was set to begin last year, his defense uh, defense attorney, Stuart Goldfarb, walked into a Los Angeles courtroom and said his client did not recognize him. Bullshit, bullshit. In an email obtained by the Times this week, L.A. County Deputy District Attorney Paul Thompson said mental health experts called on by prosecutor, prosecutors and Jeremy's defense team have determined he suffers from smear, smear, severe dementia and there's no evidence he is, taking, is faking his symptoms. As a result of the agreement of the experts, the defendant will be declared incompetent to stand trial. His prognosis, prognosis for improvement is not good if he does not improve we will not be able to try him for his crimes because criminal proceedings we suspend as long as he is incompetent we also cannot get a guilty plea from him or discuss the measures to get justice for the victims in this case so i bad day for all around really because how do they you know who, who's to say he's not bullshitting? although that, i mean that's a pretty, he, how he, many experts you, you know why you know why you know why Because he wasn't that fucking good an actor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's that whole thing. I I guess that brings me back to the show I talked about at the beginning. The the she said. In terms of, eh, I guess I guess it's hard for people, especially younger people, who I don't know. You know, in their twenties, most of the victims of uh, Harvey Weinstein seem to be anywhere from, if I remember from the show, twenty one to. 25, 26, you know, new in the business, that kind of thing. And somehow can be easily persuaded or talked into, Hey, you know, don't worry about it. This is not sexual. You know, just cause I'm naked and I'm asking you to give me a massage, you know, doesn't mean, and there were, there were several accounts. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make light of it. There were several accounts where he just flat out, there's recordings that they actually use in the TV show where he just, he badgered and badgered and badgered and badgered uh, till the point where, I mean, he, he wasn't physically letting some of these women go. Um, so was that all of it? I mean, and I don't even know if this is picking it up in the mic, but Ruby agrees. Uh, yeah. We'll, yeah. S-
0: we'll test that out. We're at the, uh... but I mean, if
1: you're hanging out with, and I don't know if some of these women, that are coming forward about Ron Jeremy, if they're hanging out with him or are they just in a bar and this guy comes up and just is absolutely. If it's good, but it says dating back to the
0: nineties. So I'm thinking some of those women were dating back. And again, I've never been the type I, I don't, you know, Hooters waitresses aren't asking to be raped. No. I mean, that's the uniform they wear. Now, the only thing you can't get mad at me, I mean, if you're going to lean on my table to take my order and you've got some triple Fs, right. I, you know, I might be mesmerized as I'm making my order, but that doesn't give me the right business to touch you or anything else like that. So I don't care Correct. what anybody's wearing. But in the 90s, so if he's 69 now, let's say 95, meet halfway... Twenty-two and five math guy here. That's twenty-seven. Sixty-nine minus. He's forty-two. In nineteen ninety-five, and he's you know that's thirteen-year-old, thirteen years younger than I am now. So I think some of those were just like people piling on now. But now, simply because yeah, yeah. those are at, if you're at a porn convention with Ron Jeremy, yeah, I mean it's not there's no Girl Scout cookies being sold. <laughs>
1: that's what i'm saying like what's the context
0: no means no i'm not saying that but i don't
1: think i i I wholeheartedly agree but you gotta some of this like you said you gotta you gotta understand the context of you know where some of this happened or how it happened because again harvey weinstein wasn't in necessarily the porn business so you didn't expect that kind of environment or context but this actually probably if you have a question mark in your head, it's a little bit justified as far as what's the context of how this kind of stuff happened. But I will say even like with like what happened with Hugh Hefner, do you know what I mean? Right. There's still some of those women that are like, he flat out raped me. And you know, I'm not in the courtroom. I'm not a judge. It if you have that much power, do you know what I mean? And you, and you're, you have trouble. You've got to wear a button down shirt, you know, in order to get it off at night. If you understand what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, I would imagine that probably happens quite a bit. I I gotta believe that that just is common sense, where you know y- you can't you can't say that that oh that doesn't happen.
0: Oh for sure. So now with the, he can't stand trial, so everybody's just shit out of luck. That
1: kind of sounds like it. Unless, so, I, yeah. So now
0: if there was an actual crime being committed, that's too bad because obviously even I guess even at this point, if it's if he's legit is. Incompetent to stand trial, I guess what difference would it make if you sentenced him to this side or the other thing because he's not going to be aware of it anyway. The picture in the Times, he looked terrible. I would bet. I mean, early on, porn Ron Jeremy was a somewhat attractive man, but he didn't he didn't get the moniker to the hedgehog for nothing. <laughs> so all right, anyway, segment two sports, the Obi Watch. Uh, four games since we last met. The Caps were 2-2 and in those games. Ovechkin scored two goals on the third, one on the fifth, and has been held scoreless the last two games. That's three for the week, brings his season total to 29, and 809 for his career, or 85 behind the great one. Uh, 29 for the season, not at the All-Star break, uh, when a basketball player, baseball player, football player are doing good they say he's balling out. Mm-hmm. Maybe the kids would say that. I mean it makes me sound a little old saying it, but obviously Ovechkin's not balling out. So what would he is he like blading out? Is he blading out?
1: Blading out, pucking out. Maybe. I like pucking
0: out. So because it yeah. rhymes with fuck, so you know if <laughs> people are like, "What'd you say?" I said he was pucking out. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's pucking out. So 29, let's say he gets 22 more goals, 85 minus 22, 63. Can he get it next year? Uh, it's going to be it, 63. He like need, you said, he needs, knock he needs on a, wood,
1: barring injury.
0: He needs a minimum of 22 more this year. That gets because 65 is not unheard of. It's one hell of a season, especially from a 38-year-old. But if he doesn't get at least 22 more to get to 63 away. There's no way he gets it next year. And by the way, for you listeners who stay with us, we have to remember to do this come September, October of this year, because obviously I'm not going to do the Ovi watch during the summer. I mean, that would be stupid. (laughs) Well, again today, folks. If we forget doing it, though, come September, then it will be like, why would those assholes do the OB watch yeah. when he was fucking hundred goals out?
1: No, we'll have to we'll have to yeah, a put a bunch there. of sticky notes all over the your uh, trophy cabinet here.
0: So, all right, well, college football we have Georgia a thirteen and a half point favorite over Michigan. No, Michigan, yeah, Michigan <laughs> lost to TCU. <laughs> no, nope, over not a Michigan, TCU, a. Are you going to watch the game?
1: Oh yeah. I'm going to I'm going to watch as much as I can.
0: I'm going to watch the feed that Pat McAfee's on. Where's that at? Uh I don't know. Yeah it's on it, if you have an ESPN, tune to it and there's some kind of coverage of the game. Okay. One is simply people sitting around a television talking about it. The other is the the ESPN feed with Kurt Herbstreit and my, Mike Fowler, right? Chris Fowler. Chris Mike, Fowler. Who's Mike Fowler? And then the other feed is Pat McAfee and his gang. there on the sideline, running up and down the field. Robert Griffin will probably be there. This, that, and the other thing. So I'll probably watch. It's, yeah. The Pat McAfee feed is kind of like the Manning broadcast gotcha. of the Monday Night Football. God, what way would I bet if you... I, God, 13 and a half is a lot. Part of me says, hey, let's cheer for TCU because... They're the underdog, but as listeners of this pod know, I'm not a real, if if the underdog team isn't my team, I'm more of David slaying, or
1: Goliath, Goliath. Yeah. beating
0: David to the ground into submission. Unless David is my team. Correct. So I'm an SEC guy. TCU won me 20 bucks in a bet, because I took him by eight, because one of the Michigan fans at work, as I was telling everybody last week, he was like, Ah, you know, I want to play Georgia to get revenge from last year. No, I want to play Ohio State because well, it would be nice to beat them three times. And I just kind of nonchalantly said, well, in fairness, they do have to get by TCU. Oh, we're going to kill TCU. I'm like, all right, that's eight points. The point spread is eight. I'll take the eight. And so we bet 20 bucks. All right, going on record. If the over is... So hopefully you guys listen to this Monday morning. If the over is... 60-ish, 65 and a half or lower. Take the over. If it's higher than 65 and a half, don't bet it. And give me the Horn Frogs plus 13 and a half. Georgia on the money line. Georgia wins the game 37-30. Okay. You heard it here. That's my prediction. So now everybody's making mad bets. They're betting TCU in the Or they're they're betting Georgia to cover. And actually. <laughs> This is one of those lines, if you're a good, better, which I fucking am not. But if you're a good, better, and have the right capital to work with, this is one where you could fucking double dip the man, so to speak. How so? Take Georgia on the money line for X amount of dollars. Take TCU plus 13 and a half. I think Georgia Um. wins, but I don't know if they cover, because TCU is just feisty enough.
1: Oh, yeah. they. To, I'm watching that game. I'm a believer now.
0: So that that'll that's my call. 37-30 Georgia. So I'll stick to that. So that's your over-under. If the over-under is 71-and-a-half, take the under because it's 67. If it's 66-and-a-half or less, you, you take the over. 37-30 Georgia. Let's see how I do, Dave. Dave's got it written down in his notes, so he'll be the first to tell me I'm full of shit as usual.
1: I never say you're full of shit, Mike. Well, I say it a lot. Not I, to yeah, your, I'm, I'm
0: wrong a lot. Not a lot.
1: to your face.
0: But hey, you know, like I said, everybody everybody just loves to jump on your back when you're wrong. When you're right, nobody gives a flying fuck about anything. Right on. Although Chuck brought up a good point. He said, "Well, nobody says anything when you're right because you're right so often. So why would you bother to?" And I'm like, "Well, of course I'm not. I'm, I'm never right on my picks. So
1: well, I wouldn't say that. We just don't make that big of a deal about it when you're right." We make a much bigger deal about it when you fuck up repeatedly. Fair enough.
0: All right, so the NFL, NFC playoff picture is set. Well, both playoff pictures are set. I got to go to my phone to look up the AFC. In the NFC, we have Dallas at Tampa, the Giants at Minnesota. If Green Bay wins, they go to San Francisco. If the Lions win, Seattle goes to San Francisco, and Philly is the one seat and gets the bye. AFC, Kansas City's the one seed. The Chargers go to Jacksonville, which I was very happy for my, my son Nick watching the game. Offense really couldn't get out of their own way. Tennessee's defense was stout. Jacksonville's was better with the sack scooping score. When they got in, 9-1. and one. Hey, watching the Jags, I can't give up hope on my Bears, who oddly enough never... If anybody remembers October 24th, my 30th wedding anniversary with my lovely wife, Liz, we were in Foxborough, Massachusetts, Monday night football, and all I asked was the Bears didn't get embarrassed. Bears actually looked good, won the game, and everybody's like, wow, man, could the Bears possibly make the play? Little did we know October 24th was the last fucking win the Bears <laughs> would have this year. Finish a miserable three and fucking 14. But one and seven in one-score games. I'm well aware if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Or they'd be my uncle, however you want to phrase it in today's world. But, hey, one. I mean, they were in games. Yeah. You know, three and 14. Sure. You know, Lions win tonight. The Lions are nine and eight. Oh, but hell the, the Lions are in the same spot as the Bears because the nine and eight... If the Lions win, the nine and eight Lions are on the sideline, right. along with the three and fourteen Bears.
1: If Justin Fields would have been allowed to run in the last game, in the second half, this this there would be n- no point in playing this game right now.
0: Well, uh, he was not that he wasn't allowed to run. He, he was hurt. He couldn't. That's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure at some point somebody uh, said, "You running the football any any farther any, anymore tonight is is stupid." And that's so why you're doing play, it. That's
0: why he didn't play today.
1: I don't. I, so. I think he's too much of a competitor for him to decide. Oh, yeah, they just
0: took him out. There's no
1: reason for him to yeah. play. He still played, but, I mean, he just never ran. No, Fields today. Oh. He didn't play at all. No, 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 no. I meant against the Lions. One. I'm just saying. So. There was a decision made that, hey, you're not running right. anymore today because it's there's no point. You're going to get really hurt. Correct. So. If he would have kept going, Bears would have won. And then,
0: anyway, the Texans beat the Colts cost themselves the number one draft pick. But like I've said on this pod, and actually Nate even said it on his last podcast, which would have been, I'm not sure if it was 83 or 82 when Nate said it, but I've I've said it all along, and Nate reiterated it. Guys on the field, they're not playing for draft. Because the guys on the field don't even know where the fuck they're going to be next year. Right. So they're not playing for a draft pick. Houston went out. They were down 31-24. Scored a touchdown, made it 31-30, fucking went for two, made it, won the game, cost themselves the number one draft pick. But what, I w- what I'm saying is I coach youth football. I'm not a scout for the NFL, and I always fall back on this story, and I've told it probably this will be the 11th time. Minimum, 12th, but
1: I'm not counting. Uh, uh,
0: le- probably is the 12th time that I've told this story. I uh, I told everybody. Peyton Manning was a good college quarterback. He he's not going to be a good NFL quarterback. Ryan Leaf is going to be the much better pro. There, I rest my case on my scouting abilities.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, so, but also to your point, what round did Brady go in? Sixth. Yeah. So yeah. So a lot of yeah. So a lot <laughs> so, of teams missed on that. So,
0: um, you know, but that be that as it may, I don't see one. Drop dead. Oh, God, I got to have this player in the draft. And the Texans need a quarterback. So the Texans drafting second, the Bears first, the Texans drafting first, the Bears second. I think in in those teams' mind, if they can't trade out of those picks, they both feel they got the number one pick. Because I think Houston goes quarterback. Bears probably are going to take Will Anderson from Alabama. And again, like I told you, like I just said, I said Leaf is a better quarterback over Manning, so don't listen to me, Bears. I think the Bears have so many holes. Hey, trade down to six, get two more, get get a, a first and maybe a second and a third. Trade from six to eleven and get another first. You know, so right. then you're, then they're going to draft like twenty seven, thirty one. 36, 38, and 39, and then bring in a lot of different pieces, try to fill multiple holes. But because of the fact that, in my opinion, there's not that one player like, oh, my God, second-generational talent. He's LeBron James of this year's NFL draft. We got to have him. I don't think any team's going to fall all over themselves to trade for the Bears. So I want the Bears to get the edge rushers from –
1: yeah, so there's nobody there's nobody you think and, and again, not a not a generational talent, but if a team has one hole to fill, that would be, you know, hey, we need that guy. So we're going to trade up in order to get that guy cuz he's our one hole we need in order to get to the Super Bowl. Correct. Or the one guy we need to fill that hole. That that might be the only chance they have to be able to trade down and get more people or more picks right? later in the round. So,
0: but yeah, so that's what I'm hoping, you know, the bears do. And again, you know, make it count, do your due diligence. And if he's a generational talent, take him. If somebody makes you an offer and you can trade five, because you know, the bears have many, many holes. So, I mean, if they get the fifth best player, or the, the number five pick and say, okay, well, we didn't get that edge rusher, but we need this, 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 and this, and this guy fits that bill. Plus, we get two other picks. I think it's beneficial for the Bears too. Plus, they have a lot of cap money, you know, to spend in the offseason on free agents. There, you know, rumor T Higgins from the Bengals, he would fit nicely in a bear uniform, I think. So and but anyway, my point on going to the Bears that way was perfect example is jaguars yeah. jaguars were 1-15 last year they won the they won the first game of the season against the colts lost 15 straight and here they are hosting a playoff game this season right that was last year they were 1-15 and now they're 9-8 and
1: they got hey. a bunch of new people in they, they had i heard Coach them
0: being the one yep the main one that is a quarterback guy the
1: lions have the same thing going on i mean a bunch of Young players, enthusiastic players, players that need to prove themselves, and a coach, right. in the in the same you know in the same situation. So yeah, I, I think it could work out for him.
0: And in the AFC, I'm trying to look at the matchups here. I know the chart. The Kansas City's got the one. The Chargers are at the Jaguars, so that's four versus five. So. It would be two versus seven, so it looks like Miami goes to Buffalo as Miami lost like five or six in a row, but beat the Jets and got a Patriots loss and a Steelers win, but they got in, so somehow made the playoffs after losing five in a row. And they are facing the Bills, so that's 2-7, 3-6. Who is 3-6? It's the Bengals Oh, the the Bengals and Ravens. So now the Ravens go back. So it's a back-to-back game, Bengals and Ravens, if I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. And only game of that weekend that really interests me the most is I want to see the New York Giants beat the Minnesota Vikings just so I can be right on yet another thing in that the Minnesota Vikings are the most fraudulent team
1: in NFL history. All right, well, that, that would be an indication if they lost that game for sure, no doubt.
0: And sticking with sports, what about the uh, Division three sc- coach that said they because three players broke curfew, he prax- practiced them to the point they ended up going to the hospital. Didn't see that. Yeah, it's a D- D3 basketball school,
1: and... Is it the is it the school of Mother Mary? No, Saint something Concordia.
0: That uh, doesn't take me too long. It was Concordia, but anyway, they missed curfew, so he practiced them kind of like almost the miracle scene in the the movie Miracle, where he made the American player just keep going skating back again,
1: right, again, right,
0: again, and you know to that point. Where you know I personally, I think we're too soft on everybody I, I played for a coach, greatest coach of all time, picked me up by my face back calls me called me a fat fucking pussy, and he's my favorite coach of all time this even that is extreme I mean to uh, literally abuse somebody to the point where you know yeah that's that and obviously he's going to be. Yeah, he gone. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, <laughs> so you're saying that's that's abuse. He, yeah. he crossed the oh, line. Oh yeah, yeah, I
0: yeah. mean, there's there's a even even in throwback ages, I don't think. Yeah, you, for sure. Even back then, I don't think anybody was a proponent of abuse. Right now, but now now the the gray area today is like because now it's almost like oh. He's hurt his feelings yeah and that that was wrong he shouldn't have said that to him it's like well what are you talking about like when trent Dilfer took all that heat for yelling at the player on the sideline it's like that's what a coach does you players get fucking yelled at right you know when you screw up you yell at people
1: right and that's not for sure i mean and i don't understand that either and i've said this forever and ever and ever and ever you know i'm I, I, I've i been a PE teacher, I've been a coach, I've coached basketball, youth football, obviously track and field, uh, what the hell else have I coached, uh, anyway, I mean... First of all, why do you give exercises punishment? Aren't we supposed to try to get kids to want to to run and to get into shape and to, isn't that supposed to be a positive thing that's supposed to be looked at? Like that's something I want to do and I want to do more of it instead of no, I don't want to do that, that's punishment. That's something that's supposed to be, you know, feared and and stayed away from, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, you want to punish a kid, set him on the bench. Make them watch everybody else play, because that's why they're there. Right? Do you know what I mean? You don't represent our team. You're not following the rules. Guess what? You don't get to play. You get to sit and watch everybody else. That is the that's the worst thing you can, that's the worst thing a kid can do is sit there and not participate. Exactly. I mean, because that's why you're on the team. It's like yeah.
0: nobody wants to be on the team just to sit on the bench and do nothing. So. Yeah, I'm
1: going to run you till you throw up, and then you're going to play every single down after that, and I'm going to teach you a lesson. Right, like, what are you teaching?
0: <laughs> it's just, it's dumb. And then now that we're on the topic of uh, college coaches gone wrong, University okay. of Texas fires Chris Beard.
1: That, for, I, yeah.
0: But so you're on
1: Chris Beard's side or the te- the university's side? Well, maybe I'm getting my maybe I'm getting the wrong firing down here. I thought, <sighs> is this the one where? It was his first season, and he didn't have a winning season? No. Okay. Who who was that?
0: Chris Beard took Texas Tech. I think he started at like a a Marquette-type school, worked wonders there, went to Texas Tech, got Texas Tech into the Elite Eight or Final Four, and then signed a deal with Texas because apparently Texas is a much more prestigious basketball program than Texas Tech. Who knew? I get it in football, but Insert I, didn't the, eye I, roll. Yeah, I didn't know the, I didn't know basketball was that prestigious of a university, but and anyway, he's done wonders with Texas. I mean, he's a hell of a basketball coach,
1: right? No, cause but, this is football that I'm college uh, football that I'm thinking of. But so, just, by, yeah. just
0: prior to Christmas, there was a domestic disturbance where his fiance called the cops said he tried to kill her, had stri- tried to <laughs> strangle her. Blah, 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 blah. Texas said they were going to support him till everything, all the details came out. My guess is Chris showed his fiance his pay stub and was like, Yeah, you know, this isn't looking good. So she retracted her statement and said that she actually hit him first and it was self defense. So there are no charges because then she dropped the charges. Sure. Texas still fired him. And now, his lawyers are upset that
1: they're not going to get paid
0: that he got. <laughs> yeah. That he got fired and whatnot, this, right. that, and the other thing, because he was proper province due process where I, I see it as like Texas. Like, you know what,
1: when you mean, I, I'm going to interrupt you when he showed her his pay stub, you said, well, the, I'm dr-
0: I'm hype hypoth- of that. Yeah. His, he was signed to coach Texas for like, Four years six million dollars or whatever like. yeah
1: and, and I, that was hypothetical
0: and, i don't know that for a fact I, and he's I'm telling saying,
1: her hey i'm, yeah, I'm not going to be making this kind of right. money if you if you that's, file these
0: charges that's what i assume gotcha and she said well, i hit him first it was self-defense <laughs> yeah and then now but now his lawyers are trying to make it almost sound like texas university of texas is doing something wrong where i'd in my opinion, they're just like, "You know what let's just fucking clean our hands of this fucking thing yeah. before it gets out of control right yeah,
1: so that's can, they, can that, they do that if he hasn't been formally charged with anything? Well, he was
0: charged with he was charged with abuse, but then she dropped the charges, right so I don't know I don't know where it was, but the fact of the matter is he fucking choked her. They got a little heated dispute over, well, I don't know, maybe she said, yeah. maybe she said, I'm fucking one of your basketball yeah. players. And he said, what? I've seen tripod. What are you fucking, why would you fuck him of all people? You know, so, and that was, you know, that probably set him over the end, he was going to choke her out. And then she,
1: you but know, he, she did called he ad- com- Did he admit to doing it then? After yes. he hit her, it, she said, well, I hit him first. Yes. It was self-defense. Yes. So, yeah. So the university is like, well, you admitted to actually choking her. We're yeah, not so going to choke right. women, gone. period. Yes. Oh. yes. See, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So
0: now he'll have to start over to you because, you know, like uh, middle Tennessee state or type of college will bring, because the guy, he's yeah he's flat he out can, can coach. Win. Yeah. So anyway, I guess it's up to that person to decide where, um. Uh Oh, Oh, boy. All right, Dave. All right. Things were going so well. I know it. And this is for hardcore. I think this is a tough one. All right. A lot of times I tell you I'm giving you softball. Yep. This one I think is a tough one. I can go kind of in tune uh, at the end, but the first two lines I can't. And then if you still can't get it, I can give you a clue. The clues, I think, will help you out a lot. But this is this is my best fastball. Okay. I'm just, I'm rearing back right. and firing it. Low okay. on the outside corner of the plate. All right. Ready? I am. It's wonderful to be here. It's certainly a thrill. That's it? But, but you know I can't read my writing. Jack and Diane. You're such a lovely audience. We'd like to have you with us. We'd like to take you home. The first part, when I go to, I'll have to reread the first three lines, and then I can kind of go with the tune of lines four and five. Okay. That might help you out a little bit there.
1: Yeah, because I've got nothing right uh, now. It's wonderful to be here. It's certainly a
0: thrill. You're such a lovely audience. We'd like to take you home with us. We'd like to take you home.
1: Oh. Wait a minute. We'd like
0: to take you home with us. We'd love to take you home.
1: Uh, Nope. Nothing.
0: All right. First clue. (laughs) It was 20 years ago today.
1: 20 years ago today. So 2020, 2013.
0: No, no. That's the lyric of the Er, song. oh. That's the lyric of the song.
1: I didn't even get the math right for crying out loud. Jesus. 20 years ago today.
0: Blank taught the band to play.
1: It's not a uh, an older group, back in the day yeah. group.
0: Yeah, I mean not like forties, fifties, but it, I mean it's not gun. It predates you know Guns and Roses and Nirvana and stuff like that. It's wonderful <laughs> to be here. It's certainly a thrill. Because if it's You're Van Halen, I'm going to be really mad. We'd like to take you. We'd like to have you. We'd like to take you home with us. We'd love to take you home. And the first line—that's like the second verse. What I just gave you. Yeah. The first verse starts out with, "It was twenty years ago today." Oh, uh, I taught the band okay. to play.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now that that seems to ring a bell, but I don't nothing. I'm not getting any. I'm not even getting any ideas. But it—I know that's familiar. All right. Shit, I'm not gonna get it.
0: All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and give your rating an oozle fetch?
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I enjoyed this a little bit more. This has got some. The first couple pulls, you know, I'm not the super sour guy like you are, but I'm really enjoying this as I get closer down to the bottom. I've got probably. I'm looking at that. I got two more pulls on that. I'm gonna go three point six five.
0: All right. Well. And I actually still like it a little better than you, cause as far as sours go. It didn't have that mouth popping sour.
1: No, it, didn't that, it doesn't have the 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 punch to the temple. But it had a very good flavor. I mean, it was almost dare I say it was almost Kool Aid like. It's kind, no, I this is it's a bit more than Kool Aid for me, but but that's that's me and my palate. So. Uh, yeah, borderline. But it's fun. It's so, look I at mean, it's green. It's yeah. Yeah.
0: borderline Alcoholics. So I mean, you can't go by off anything I say. Um, but I liked it a lot. Three point seven five. All right. Now again, we're in the neighborhood of our fine friends at Untapped, but only 136 people have checked in with the Candy Crushy from Oozle Finch. In those 136 people's ratings average out to 3.91 i can see that now i've given the reason i've dragged the answer out this long i know at least loyal listener chuck mcpeak has got the answer
1: jumping up and down to my musical
0: question all right gonna do it one final time all right it's wonderful to be here it's certainly a thrill you're such a lovely audience We'd like to take you home with us. We'd love to take you home.
1: That part, for whatever right. reason, doesn't do anything That's for That's the second
0: me. verse. The very, the first two lines of the song are, 20 years ago today, Season- Sergeant Pepper taught the band to
1: play. Oh, shut up. Yes. Fuck you. No. You, Guns and Roses, you threw me off. I said before Guns and Roses? Well, yeah, it's way before Guns and Roses, but it's but not even in that before- genre. I said not even. Well, what did you want me to give me? Did you? Want I don't me to know? know. I know Beatles. I had the Beatles on the tip of my. Yeah, when you said twenty years ago today, I'm like, well, God, that that would be the Beatles, but yeah, I'm thinking just predates Guns and Roses, so it can't be the Beatles. Look, Beatles did predate Guns and Roses. They did, but, but um, no, they...
0: I said what. They I, really predated them. you said them. twenty years ago today, and you you said two thousand two, and I'm like, no, no I said there's... I was
1: doing the, I yeah, I was yeah, doing the, I your was math was do... all fucked up. My math. I'm was not fucked taking up. the loss on that.
0: But like, a, but I did tell you that was my good old fashioned country hardball. That's ninety eight miles yeah. an hour yeah. on the black. Yep, on a two two pitch. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for, sure, a, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm definitely not counting that as a softball.
1: But no, no, so. the, and and actually though, when you gave the first okay yeah the first verse was that if you would have done the first two bars that that was a softball and i just didn't i didn't get it and i was thrown off by just the guns and roses thing that's all all
0: all right yeah maybe i could have gave you something a little closer to (laughs) to the actual band but i mean they did predate guns and roses and i threw myself off
1: by doing stupid math like trying to subtract 20 years from today which would have been 2003
0: all right but again. I'm counting it as a loss, but I mean, it. it's a, it's a dignified yeah.
1: loss. Hey, I've got a question for everybody. Have you ever had a craving for a home-cooked meal over an open flame prepared by somebody who really knows what they're doing, made with the freshest local farm-to-table ingredients, and to make it even better, to be able to wash it down with your favorite craft beer brewed on site, then to top it all off, to have this amazing meal in a warm, friendly atmosphere... Well, next time you have that craving, go to the Maple Grill. Right when you walk in, you'll know you're in the right place with the smell of the open grill and the generous selection of craft brews on tap. All you have to do is get yourself, family, and friends to 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock, Michigan. It's always a good idea before leaving the house or work to be sure to check out the daily menu posted on their website, themaplegrill.net. The Maple Grill, G-R-I-L-L-E dot net.
0: All right, Dave, third and final segment, what we have here. Uh, uh, by the way, I know I mentioned Ronnie gave the first one for Christmas. Second one, Liz picked up at one of her trips to Horrocks. This third tasting is courtesy of
1: Blackhawk Larry,
0: yeah. a.k.a. Grandpa
1: Blackhawk. Thanks, Grandpa. So, Well, you're not my grandpa, but... Uh, yeah, but yeah. He, we're
0: still, you can still call him Grandpa, yeah. so... From Great Armory Brewing. Crop Duster, a Citra IPA, and if nothing else, who doesn't love a good crop duster? I was because, just going
1: to say, I can you know, I can identify go, with that.
0: When you go to, uh, and it's a simple description too. And on tap, this West Coast style IPA uses 100% Citra hops, extremely drinkable with great aroma. And grapefruit notes. So let's see if I'm tapped. And that was my phone on the glass. Dave and I are not yet just drinking. Say. And as we as we pour crop duster, missed it. As we pour crop duster into our not a big deal glass, as Dave said, Badgley misses a field goal for the Lions, and this game is less. Ex- Maybe if the Lions didn't know they had been eliminated, because, hey, they're human, Yeah, I'm sure they realize, like, ah, fuck, hell of a run, season ends tonight. Missed it by that much. Exactly. So yeah. maybe it would have been a different game, but thus far, yeah, watching paint dry, grass grow, and flies fuck would be more <laughs> exciting than this football game. Which is weird because yeah. Green Bay, I mean, you, yeah. you know, you, Green Bay has a lot to play for. <laughs> they win, they're in. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so anyway, we without go. further ado. Cheers. Grapefruit on the notes. Uh-huh. Oh, that's tasty. Yeah. I had Grandpa get me a six pack of that. So I've got four more to drink. Who knows if it'll be tonight probably depends how this third segment goes. Right. Which, before we go any further, Dave, I mean, sticking on sports, shame on us for not mentioning it. But we last ended the pod, episode 159. We had our first ever, the end of a book is an epilogue, correct? Um,
1: Prologue is the
0: beginning and epilogue is at the end.
1: Yes, let's go with that. So
0: we had an epilogue of the pod. I was you know, pretty shaken by it. Oh yes. For a couple reasons. I had a couple people, you know, mentioned to me, like, oh geez, you know, what's up there? And when Hamlin went down, th- there's a few things that struck me. Yeah. It, it, it all came <laughs> together and I was so emotional over it. Number one, I've coached I, I coached Justin in eighth grade. I coached Nick third through eighth grade. And I've coached the current Swan Valley fifth graders as fourth graders on the third, fourth grade team, and as fifth graders. And my greatest fear of a coach, yeah, I hate losing. Everybody wants You play, like Herm Edwards says, you play to win the game. But my greatest fear, well, is death, obviously, <laughs> but on the football field as a coach, what happens if – a kid is seriously hurt with a football injury or other related matters. That's my greatest fear as a coach. Because, you know, you coach kids, you don't want to see them get hurt. Right. So I'm looking, I'm like, what would have what happened if Kevin, Eric, Ryan, and myself were f- confronted with that situation? Right. Now, obviously, there's not the professional medical help that's at an nfl game so it's probably been much graver right in our but but that's uh, that so that struck me number two which i'll kind of debunk a little bit in a second but when you see a 24 year old professional athlete just collapse you, you you know you take your own mortality into account in that you know i'm a you know i'm a short pudgy 55 year old white guy this 24 year old fucking athletes just dropping hey i better just fucking stay in bed you know what i mean and then the third and final thing is from what i've heard that's basically how my mom went out now my mom wasn't playing football
1: obviously obviously yeah but right
0: she was up yep and then down yep and then gone right so all that hit me is like wow this is all this rolled into one. It was, but as we sit, not quite one week later, because that was a Monday night game. This is Sunday night, because last week we were a day later. Mm-hmm. He's gained, he's still in. I don't get, I'm not a doctor. I've never ever told anybody on this podcast that I was a doctor.
1: Yeah. Have you and stayed I, at a Holiday No, I did not. I was okay. just going to say,
0: I didn't even stay at Holiday Inn Express last night. All right. But he's still in critical condition. Right. But everybody has said, like, okay, he's talking. Movement in arms and legs.
1: Breathing on his own. Breathing
0: on his own. So, number one, for the doctors, I know there's a lot of doctors that listen to our show. So, why is he still in critical condition? And number two, you know, it was kind of a little, it was kind of strange where I know the power of motivation before opening kickoff as I, as our kids were starting a game as eighth graders
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Dave Allen and, uh, I'm um,
1: Garrett, Garrett. Yeah. 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 Brian B- Allen. Br- oh, That's yeah. why you threw me. I'm like, I don't know this uh, Dave so, Allen guy. Right.
0: Brian- <laughs> All right. So <laughs> they say, can you say something to the kids? And I went in, I, you know, I got the kids fired up, held Nate Fuller back. Had a few words of wisdom to him. Minutes later, he took the opening kickoff for a fucking touchdown. Right. The Bills. Nahim Nahim Hines. Emotional day in Buffalo. You know, everybody's got good news on Hamlin. Hines takes the opening kickoff, ninety-six yards for a touchdown. My point is what I what I find funny on it, and they put the tweet all over Red Zone, all over NBC, all over this, that, and the other thing, just to prove that DeMar Hamlin is watching it. And as he's watching it, his tweet on his verified Twitter account was O-M-F-G. I wasn't really – I don't offend easily, and I wasn't offended, but I was stunned that Red Zone put that tweet – Yeah. I mean, there was no words on it. Right. But
1: but everybody knows what it means.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of weird that they showed it, but hey, so shout out to DeMar Hamlin. It looked like, obviously, I'm sure he's not playing again this year.
1: I'm not a doctor either, but you're telling me this. I didn't realize if he's watching the game, right? Watching the game and tweeting. (laughs) Well if he's actually tweeting and watching the game, I would have a hard time believing that he is in actual critical condition because if you're a player and you've got a stake, you know, he's got skin in the game, those are his players, those are his right. those are his brothers, those are you know what I mean? I would his heart rate has to go up. It has to.
0: Well, sure. Yeah, you don't just.
1: You want your. You want this guy that's in crit. He's in the ICU. You want his heart rate going up to 100 and 110, You know, over a hundred beats per minute after the situation he's just been in because you know he's watching this game. I mean, for him, that's got to be like a. Unless he's on like a lot of sedatives or something to keep him calm, I don't. I don't know what drugs he's on. I have no idea. Right that's the only reason when you said he's still right. in critical well, condition and you that, were kind of,
0: I'm just going off the scrolls that everything I see is Demar Hamlin still in critical condition, but he's moving his legs and the doctors have said he's made yeah. a re- remarkable recovery. Yeah. 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 Whatever.
1: But if they're monitoring him and he's, you know, if they still have him plugged into enough things and they still have him on enough drugs to make sure that, you know, his heart's beating and, you know, staying in rhythm and all these kind of things, then I can understand the critical condition part, but if you're then what letting him watch a football game that you know his team members yeah. his his brothers are playing, and you know I'm sure that game means nothing as far as playoff implications. But
0: they had to secure the number two spot. Okay, well for, then there's something basic, minimal, but, but yeah. you can't you can't minimal, tell me his minimal, heart rate. Minimal, but not meaningless.
1: You can't tell me his heart rate's not going to jump.
0: No. I- Agreed. I just, yeah, I'm just going off with. The yeah, tweet I, know,
1: I understand. I know, so, and I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, like, if I'm a, you know, where are the doctors. Like um, <laughs> just, that, that doesn't make sense. But anyway, so yeah, so it's great to see.
0: And before I get into my the meaning of sports thing here, I don't think I ever said crop duster is seven point three forty four IBUs. And I know I know there's probably hundreds of thousands of listeners are like, God damn it, what's the alcohol percentage of the beer you're drinking? You stupid fuck. I don't care about anything else but that. At least a hundred
1: thousand. At least
0: at least a hundred thousand. We're thinking that minimal. So it's 7.3 and 44. So, and another thing. So, here is the other thing on sports. Even though segment three is not a sports segment, it's like that's the beauty of sports, and it gets you away from your daily grind and everything because everybody was talking you know oh uh, you know and you know moment of, i mean fans at every stadium live for three love for three so, moment of celebr- not a moment of silence the guy didn't die i mean so they they encourage
1: cheering moment of support yeah
0: thank you moment yeah. of support and these that's for people that have no uh, nobody would know who fucking demar hamlin was had it this unfortunate event and thankfully knock on wood it looks like yeah again i don't know if it'll, i think he's going to play football again because you think not this year
1: no but, obviously not but i didn't which think he'd will, ever it, play I'll again i'll touch
0: on that why i say All that right. again i'm not a doctor so do not bet money on that and i'll get to that in a second but yeah i mean everybody just the emotional i mean and in demar Hamlin had a uh a a, a go fund me, if not oh, go if not go fund me, a go fund me tight.
1: He had a foundation that a was foundation, set up. Yeah, yeah, for
0: kids. And I think Exa- prior what? to Toys the injury prior, injury, prior to the injury it was what
1: five thousand? I think last year they said it was when it originally started, the goal was two thousand five hundred dollars. What's it at now? How many millions? At least five. I it, heard last, six. Okay,
0: maybe it was six. And now here's where this podcast takes over. It sounds like everything's going to be all right with him. And I'm happy for that. But again, it's a humorous podcast and I've laughed at much more insensitive shit. Arguably the best meme I've ever seen is a still shot of the picture of the TV. And the meme was when your heart just not in it anymore. Yeah, that's terrible. That's funny though. It's funny, especially now that it seems like he's on the right track. That's fucking funny. (laughs) Yeah, when your heart's just not in anymore, in the pictures of him laying on the ground, it it's disgusting and distasteful. Yes, I admit that. But yet, that's the way I deal with grief with humor. It's like if something bad happens,
1: I got you. You know, yeah.
0: So, but to me, that's funny. Yeah, especially now if he was dead. Uh, too soon. Oh, even me, even me is going to say, oh, oh if he soon. died, if it's me, it's oh no, soon.
1: no, that would be, somebody should get, somebody should get, if they did that, if he died, they should get a baseball bat to the two back year, of their head. Two
0: years from now, no. if he, two years from now, even if he died, it's funny right now. No. It's too soon. No, it looks never. like he's making a full recovery. Right, right, no,
1: I disagree. That's all yeah, right. So we can agree to disagree right, on But that yeah, one. so,
0: but I thought it was a funny meme yeah. nonetheless. So.
1: Nope.
0: All right, Dave. Well, if nothing else, this podcast is built on seamless transitions. And my fuck you is to nobody else other than Bart Scott. And the reason for that is. ESPN analyst and former NFL player Bart Scott is receiving criticism for his comments suggesting Bengals wide receiver is to blame for the incident that led to Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin being hospitalized. Scott was on first take Tuesday when he said as Hamlin prepared to make the tackle on Higgins the Bengals wide receiver lowers his helmet and he kind of throws his body into Hamlin's chest. He's standing up because he's thinking to he's standing up because he's thinking he got to chase T Higgins at an angle to make a tackle so didn't expect T Higgins to launch his body back into him as a fucking former NFL defensive player to say that I'm actually no I've never played the game Bart Scott is a billion times the athlete and has lived it, done it, and I'm a fucking nobody. I get that. Okay, that, I'm, that's a given. Right. But this is my podcast, my, our segment of fuck you, and my fuck you is to Bart Scott, because oh, yeah. T. Higgins didn't do no. a fucking thing no. wrong, not to mention the fact that th- what they're saying is, it's, yeah. n- it wasn't a football injury, it was... It, it,
1: it, the timing is like, it, it, what they said, the doctor said, or what some doctors, doctor... Or multiple doctors, and I'm gonna steal your thunder here, no pun yep, intended. That's fine. But it's like getting hit by lightning. Right. It has to be with the right force, in the right location, at the precise time that the rhythm of the heart is going into shutdown mode is. Yeah, for whatever. A non
0: medical below termina- the,
1: below the line, lo- below the line when you see it. Right. yeah, an ECG. And
0: I'm sure I'm screwing this up. But uh, along the same lines as stati- statistically speaking, oh, yeah. they said DeMar Hamlin yeah. had a better chance to win the lottery in back-to-back weeks right. than to have this injury occur.
1: I mean, that if you have the football and you're trying to get downfield, isn't one of the things you're trying to yeah, truck it, it, the it, defender. Lower
0: shore, get his fucking <laughs> at, and that right. for, I And
1: mean, it's that, bang, that, bang.
0: That, that's like a yeah. Dave Dawson, a Mike Peters, a yeah. Mike Greenberg, a Joe Schmoll. Yeah. Oh, T. Higgins. Did the, T. Higgins didn't do a fucking thing wrong. And DeMar Hamlin's mother even reached out to T. Higgins because even T. T. Higgins, I don't think, left the hospital for no, he
1: felt two days bad. or
0: whatever. Yeah. And he has no reason to feel bad because no. he didn't do a fucking thing wrong. Right. Agreed. So my fuck you for this week is to Bart Scott as a fucking NFL former player to call out another former player and put extra grief on him. Now, some people's you might be to Skip Bayless, but Skip Bayless, as much as I dislike Skip Bayless, I agree with Skip Bayless in that he said, okay, it pales in comparison now given the circumstance, but how can the NFL not play this game? I mean, if a, teacher yeah. di- if a teacher dies where you work, school's not canceled.
1: A day or two, if, but that's it. Yeah, and then they go back I, to school.
0: It, it might be the day of the funeral, but they're not going to just wave everything off. And if somebody, my pop company dies. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> you, you'll be given the right hell. Okay, you've worked with so-and-so for 20 years. Yeah, you can go to the funeral. And they probably yeah. won't even dock you your personal time. But pop's still going to be delivered, right? Somebody from GM died. Blah 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 and it goes, blah. Yeah, on I, that. agreed. And all Skip Bayless said, and he even finished it off by saying, which all pales in comparison to what had happened. Meaning, yeah, okay, I know it's not a big deal, but this fucking game should be played because it actually came down to this. In the Bengals had the greatest fucking Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Come on, Mike, think, think, fucking focus. Greatest touchdown celebration ever because if the Ravens would have beat the Bengals today and the Bengals-Ravens game in the playoffs would have been decided, the location would have been decided by a coin flip. So Joe Mixon scored a rushing touchdown. Everybody cleared out. Mixon got out a coin oh and, i saw and, that and yeah it yeah, yeah. flipped it and <laughs> so that right. means this fucking if the bills play the chiefs it's at a neutral location to me i and yeah hamlin's doing better that's great i love it this is a billion dollar business right and i i kind of support skip bayless and saying like hey so well, how do you just cancel this game i mean there, there's there's big ramifications of this game when every other company, every other business suffers death and tragedy and loss. L- yet yeah, loss. Uh, what's the, when when you steal, embezzlement, oh. theft, everything else. But yet the business goes on. Every, everything just doesn't stop. Say so, okay, well everything changes because of this. Yeah. So I, so now if if it's the Bills and Chiefs in the in the AFC Championship game they fucking go to a neutral site. So how how why is Kansas City penalized for this? Yeah. Because of an unfortunate incident.
1: Yeah. I didn't read enough articles. I, I wish I could answer your question. I didn't I I read skimmed. I didn't even read. <laughs> I skimmed just enough to kind of know what was going on and to make sure Demar was doing better. Yeah, and he, and, and that's and,
0: the most that is the most important part. Listeners the millions of you that are out there don't misquote me, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. Demar Hamlin is improving, and that's the most important part. Bottom line, life goes on. and now there's an more than likely possible AFC scenario where I don't I don't even know what the neutral site would be. It will will they play at the fucking at
1: Ford Field? Because Kansas City's <laughs> that's coming I, that's up, and a, Buffalo's that's, coming over in this ideal fucking conditions? I I think so. That's that's the field that you just said you started to say it and I'm like Ford Field would be the ideal neutral site.
0: Yeah. Right, but and again, so how is that fair to Kansas City?
1: Yeah. And their fans to be able to have to Right. Yeah. buy a ticket and It'd be great for, you know, the, the economy of Detroit.
0: All right. Anyway, <laughs> what do you have a fuck you? You know what? I don't. All right.
1: Nope. So, ironically enough,
0: our listeners have spoke. Yes. And we fucking follow through. Of course we did. So, in 159, apparently I said something about cinnamon toast crunch. Grandpa Blackhawk reached out to me. So in addition to donating the third tasting, and Dave's wearing your uh, beer drink local with the koozie in the and I'm too fat to wear the one you got to me. So Dave's got two mediums. He said, Why don't you guys do a Mount Rushmore of cereal? And I'm like, all right, you know what? And I'm thinking, God, did we do that or not? Did we do that or not? Did we do that? And I'm thinking, you know what? Hey, the fans have spoke. So I'm going to go ahead, and then this morning, as I'm getting ready for football, let me find loyal listener, Mr. Jeff Deport, Deport, Laporte, at 1226 today, he texts me, Mount Rushmore of Cereal, and I text him back, Dude, capital letters, bunch of exclamation points. Well, it's official now, bunch of exclamation points. And as I was doing that, he was clearly texting me, just getting caught up on the pod. Couldn't remember if you have done this before. By the way, my daughter doesn't use a spoon for cereal. She has a 24-ounce cup. She puts cup cereal in it, milk, lets it set, like you said, and then drinks it. So Jeff's listened a long time. Grandpa Blackhawk is
1: the One eyes and the, ears yeah, yeah. of
0: this institution, and if we fucked anything up he's first to let us know so i don't think we've done this why didn't we start writing these fucking mount rushmore's down because now even we the do. travis kelsey fucking podcast has got done mount rushmore's and i know for a fucking fact they've stole from us but because he's a fucking professional football or not he they're professional football players who, who are they gonna fucking side with them or us oh yeah so anyway if we have done a Mount Rushmore of ser- serials, listeners, go back, tell me the episode in the segment, and you will win a t shirt courtesy of Crimson Noggin if she ever lets me come pick them up. I'll hear about this three weeks later because Jamie's typically three weeks behind. <laughs> so you'll get a t shirt. I'm not, we may or may not have done this. They're but, nice t shirts, by but, the way, too. But two listeners. Reached out and suggested the same Mount Rushmore of cereals. Okay. So we will not disappoint our listeners, Dave. Nope. And we are going to go Mount Rushmore of cereals. And my number four is they're great. Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes, Tony the Tiger. You let that, you let the milk set.
1: Mm-hmm. and then the milk gets sugary. oh yeah And
0: then you drink and then it's like it's, it's fucking ecstasy
1: oh yeah for sure now I want to ask I made two lists okay one is a teenager slash kid and one is an adult how am I doing this because they're completely different lists I went all time
0: melding the two together so I say you either do the same or either worked. If you if you want to just just say hey you know, j- but but clarify it right now. Okay. Hey, this is my throwback list. Okay. And it's going to be sugar on sugar flakes, sugar on sugar on sugar flakes.
1: Yeah. Su- as Okay. My-
0: so your call. Sure. Sure. Mix them. Nah, I'll
1: do the throwback list. All then. right. All right. So number four, Fruit Loops. lift, lift that what? plate up lift that plate
0: up the the snack that i brought you down
1: hey hey that's it fruit loops ball ain't
0: nothing done without planning in this fucking (laughs) podcast bro all right so fruit loops is your number four my number three the aforementioned episode 159 i really don't even know what we were talking about that got triggered grandpa blackhawk to mention it and then when jeff got caught up he said, Hey, what about cereals? But my number three, I'm going to stick with cinnamon toast crunch.
1: All right. Good one. My number three, believe it or not, this is my throwback teen kids list. Wheaties. I have, I haven't had Wheaties. I can't tell you in how many decades.
0: Actually, this is my teen throwback list, but Wheaties was an honorable mention for. Yeah, I mean it's There's not. I mean it's Uh, it's just good, wholesome eating. It it
1: is, but I'll be honest with you, a little bit of an ego thing. I think at that time, because I fancied myself a little bit of an athlete, you know, so I better eat my Wheaties. And you saw
0: Bruce Jenner on the cover, and you said, "I bet you I could be a better
1: woman than him." (laughs) (laughs) So. Was that a little awkward with it? No, it
0: was Because we knew Bruce was sure that way. I, I really
1: don't think he's that attractive now as a as Well, a woman. yeah, actually, I,
0: like, I don't know how many pods ago it was. I actually said Bruce Jenner was a more attractive woman as Bruce Jenner than he is Caitlyn Jenner.
1: I, I, I would actually <laughs> agree with that, yeah.
0: Um, my number two, no cinnamon, no bells, no whistles, no... Coatings, no this, no that, no whatever. Mikey likes it. Life
1: cereal. That's that's the a original. Good
0: choice. The, the original life. Fucking fantastic.
1: Yep. No, I would agree. That's definitely my honorable mention and one I was looking at quite a bit. Couldn't decide. But number two, berries Captain Crunch.
0: Oh, I fucking forgot all about that.
1: Because the milk after that was that was awesome. And actually. There's Captain Crunch the, and then there's berries. The bells and whistles of it is the berries.
0: For but sure. that fucking crunch holds its own.
1: Oh, big time.
0: It's like a peanut butter flavor. That must it have been, been what pe- Clark
1: Griswold was working on. That yeah. cereal varnish, you must know, that holds it that holds in but the like, yeah.
0: it, it is like almost it's a peanut butter yeah. flavor to it, right? Yep. That's actually fucking Captain Crunch. Solid selection. Solid selection, David. But my number one. Cereal of all time, both spoon by spoon and the milk drinkability. (laughs) A is for Apple, J is for Jack's, Cinnamon Toasty, Toasty. Apple Apple Jacks. Jack's. Apple Jack's is my number one, without question, throwback. Nowadays, then days, future days, Apple Jack's is the greatest fucking cereal on the planet.
1: And I probably would have put that as my second honorable mention because I was looking that as as that I had a lot of, um, you know, what do you call that when you're like, uh, good thoughts. Um, but it's back in the day. What's the word for that? <laughs> Memories. Know. What? A, yeah, sure. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, my number one is Golden Grams. All right. I don't know why. I, I went because I, I, you know. They're like little graham crackers. You know, God damn
0: it, I fucking forgot all about that.
1: They're way better yeah. than graham crackers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know.
0: Absolutely. Abso- I like Apple Jacks better than um, Golden grams. Maybe it was Golden. I, I, no, Golden Grahams. Yeah. I think Golden grams. God damn it. Fuck you, Grandpa Blackhawk and <laughs> Jeffleport. I Because I think it, it... Fuck! I forgot all about it. I'm sticking to my list because that's my Mount Rushmore I put it on there. But I think now that you brought fucking Golden Grams up, Frosted Flakes is out. Cinnamon Toast Crunch would be four. Golden Grams would be three. But, hey, I'm sticking with my list. Golden Grams is one fucking hell of a fucking cereal.
1: Woo! Hey, now I want to ask you something. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Have you ever put anything weird in your cereal? Uh, like, nope, besides the... Nope, just
0: milk and sugar.
1: Okay. So for whatever reason, I decided to research it. I just had that question and Clara Kim at spoonuniversity.com had a little list of like different, crazy, weird things that some people put in their cereal. All right. Now I just want your take on it. Okay. So I'll, I'll say the thing and then you can say, eh, or, Oh, Hey, that, that'd be interesting. So peanut butter, just flat out, put some peanut butter in no. your cereal how would you eat it because it's going to stick mix it up nope nope absolutely that's dumb okay coffee instead of milk
0: no that's stupid
1: no you're drinking I, your coffee no, anyway no it, it, nope. there,
0: there's there's things that just don't go together now if you said gun to your head you pick one or the other i'll put the coffee before the peanut because i don't even know how you would eat the fucking peanut butter because the peanut butter is a scoop and how else would you eat it? So of yeah. the two, I'll take coffee, but I don't want either one of them.
1: Okay. Uh, tea? No. <laughs> I'll put coffee before tea. <laughs> okay. Now cereal in your ice cream? Yes. Okay.
0: Absolutely. That that's a, that's good. You know.
1: All right. So what about cereal in your smoothie? Sure. Okay. OJ in your in your cereal? No pulp. No pulp. OJ in no, your cereal. No, I, I think this Civic Orange Juice would... What about oh. Apple Jackson Orange Juice? No, again, it's
0: the milk. The, the...
1: Yeah, I would try that. Okay.
0: Unlike your other suggestions, I would try
1: sure. Apple Orange okay. Juice. Okay. I, I,
0: I don't think I would stick to it, but I would actually try that.
1: I don't even know why I'm asking this because I'm gonna get the same response as ice cream, but you put your favorite cereals in either yogurt yes. or frozen yogurt, oh for sure, yeah, yeah, okay. How about protein powder in your cereal with milk in your cereal? Yes, okay, all right, so I just gotta add this one little asterisk by this. it doesn't have anything to do with necessarily with the Mount Rushmore, but on this same website, um they had some different really different uh flavors of ice cream, and they said. Pizza ice cream is coming soon. I don't think so. I don't think I can do it. Pizza ice. Pl- okay. Pizza here, flavored thing, ice cream. Though.
0: What is the pizza flavor? Is it like, just like your traditional tomato sauce and pepperoni? Because that would be different because great likes ice cream or whatever that place is called on. Yeah. Gratiot. Right. They had ghost pepper. They did. And that was actually fairly good. But by the end of it, you're like, okay, this is a, ice cream. It wasn't hot like you would get a normal like ghost pepper in a Mexican meal hot because you had the the cold dairy and the dairy sugar with it, sure. yeah, yada, yeah, yeah. yada yada yada. Yep. But it was still at the end as you're eating it, it's like, all right, this is borderline weird because ice cream really shouldn't have this effect on you. <laughs> This is no longer a comfort food. (laughs) And Liz actually liked their pickle flavor. Really? They had a pickle flavor ice cream, and I think they even have asparagus.
1: No, Oh,
0: God. Oh, but it was... So, yeah, I would definitely do pizza-flavored ice cream.
1: Okay. All right.
0: And we should actually send that to Great Lakes Ice Cream. We should. And do a promo. Flight Football and anything else, Great Lakes Ice Cream.
1: So, um if I have an idea for a future Mount Rushmore based on what we were just talking about, should I put it out now or wait until, you know, the next episode? Cause people are going to put out right now their favorite cereals. Right. I should probably wait No, or get them thinking about maybe some different things. Cause when we were younger, when we were kids, I'm thinking of one particular sandwich that I had my mom make me when I was in elementary school.
0: We put it out now, you know, and then on the Facebook page, we'll, but hey, what are your favorite cereals and start thinking about
1: yeah. for the next episode? Perfect. All right. So, you want me to divulge it right now? Sure. Okay. So, f- for episode 161, Mount Rushmore, craziest dishes. Okay. Or, 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 a, I don't want to say a meal because that, involves sides and all that kind of stuff but i just want to say like either like a sandwich or a dish a dish or something like that where there's just there's some crazy ingredients going on there but your mom doesn't have to have
0: necessarily made
1: it no hell no it could be from a restaurant or three yeah
0: right up top of my head one's personal one yeah i went to
1: all right. So, so yeah. So, and, and everybody's got to probably have one thing that they've had or, so you know, somebody the, else would go, oh my God, seriously?
0: The post on Facebook will be favorite cereals and get thinking about favorite dishes. And then after episode 161, the post on Facebook will be favorite dishes or ex- yeah. exotic, 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 or exotic extreme. Exotic favorite yeah. dishes. Exactly. Okay, so, all right. right, you know what? What's up? Is it because I've been drinking, and I'm a little, <laughs> little loose, little loosey goosey? I love crop duster. Maybe it's because, you know, working in the business I work in, you know, you walk by somebody shopping, a <sniffs> little, little more silent than that, and you. Right, leave the old trail behind you and <laughs> you're just kind of chuckling yourself. well man I hope they don't stand up too soon but
1: you're evil I Mike lo- you're evil
0: I, I love this absolutely loved it straight up 4
1: wow well I liked it best of the night as well so I'm gonna go 3.80 well holy shit ding
0: Nine point three thousand check-ins and on, on tap, come in at three point eight zero. Really? Yes. All right. So I. So it's not that I'm way out of whack. No, I mean, I'm rating right in right. game, But sure. you're you're with the nine thousand eight hundred commoners, and I'm just a little above you guys. So. As I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see him out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.